0: I'd pay attention if we're starting to pee in the house or there's blood in the urine or straining or strange urea is what we call it, which is a super fun word that means strange urine. It's one of the few medical words that actually
1: makes sense. Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. Hello friend, thanks for joining us
2: today. I'm Molly Jacobson and today on Dog Cancer Answers, we have a listener line call. We're gonna be hearing from Gloria from Florida who has a dog with transitional cell carcinoma. And joining us to answer Gloria's question is Dr. Lauren Barrow. So let's go ahead and listen to Gloria's recording of her question. Hello, my name is Gloria and I'm calling from Florida. I have a six-year-old mixed breed who was just uh, diagnosed with transitional cell carcinoma. And I would like to know what I can feed him. Also, what type of supplement will go well. Right now, I am seeing an oncologist. He is taking 10 milligrams of paroxicam. So I want to know what else can I give him that can possibly help him, save him, or give him more time with us. Any information you can provide uh, would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria, for your call. So Dr. Barrow, sort of a broad question about anything else that can be done for Gloria's dog with transitional cell carcinoma or TCC other than paroxicam?
0: Yeah. So I was actually really happy to hear that she's already going to the oncologist. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. they are a resource that... I really value for myself too when I need to help my patients, but they're really the source of the best you know, treatment options, trials, all of the the newest information. So I'm really glad she's going there. And that paroxicam is great. That's the traditional non-steroidal anti-inflammatory that's got a little bit of an anti-tumor property to it. And that's a very common thing that we'll use for a transitional cell carcinoma, so so far, so good, mm-hmm. and you know they've done some studies with Proxicam and had really great results. So I think those two things are what's going to help your dog the most, as far as diet and supplements, there's to my knowledge, to science's knowledge I believe, no diet or supplement that will just kill tumors directly. I wish there was, maybe someday there will be, but for right now, the main goals of any cancer diet will be you want to have good quality food, you want to maintain appetite and weight and muscle mass, decrease inflammation when you can. So there's a few different diet schemes and supplements that can help with that. There's nothing specific for transitional cell carcinoma that I know of. Again, ask your oncologist. They're super brilliant. And I'd also say I If you want more specifics on the diets and the supplements, dogcancer.com has so much (laughs) about that. So definitely listen to those. Yeah, and we'll put
2: links. There's a great article on transitional cell carcinoma. There's a whole section on supplements. There's a whole section on diet. So there's a lot of links that we can include in the show notes for this episode. So Gloria, you can find more details there. Are there any medications that are commonly given in addition to Proxicam, to your knowledge as a general practice veterinarian, specific to TCC?
0: Not that I have run into. Mm-hmm. Peroxicam is the one that has had the most studies on it and has had the best results as far as I know. So we tend to not mess with what works when we can mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. the general practice setting. And honestly, most of my patients that Have TCC, which is way easier to say than transitional (laughs) cell carcinoma. (laughs) My patients with TCC, everyone that I've referred to the oncologist will come back on paroxicam. So I'm also learning from the oncologist. So I'm happy about that. You know, having said that, they are working on other things. I know Palladia is one that Mm -hmm. was actually developed for a different type of tumor and Mm -hmm. they're starting to apply it to types of tumors that maybe it wasn't originally made for. Mm -hmm. And one of those is TCC. So I haven't used it myself in one yet, but I know that's something to ask. Ask the oncologist.
2: Okay. Let's take a
0: short break. And when we
2: come back, I want to ask you about more general management and early signs to watch for.
3: And now a message from your dog. Every day with you is like a day at the beach. And
1: I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to roll in the grass and warm my belly in the sun. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want Everpuff. The green grassy beef liver spike smell wakes my senses. You may not realize this, but it tastes like homemade gravy, especially when you wet it. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it, Everpuff traveling to every cell in my body, nourishing each one. It helps me feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm so glad you're giving it to me every day because every day I'm so glad to be with you. I wouldn't have it any other way. I want my Everpup. It just makes me feel good. I am so grateful to be your dog and for the Everpup you give me.
3: So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com, where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup every day. If your dog has cancer, you need to get a copy of the best-selling animal health book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Because no matter what you've heard, there are always steps that you can take to help your dog fight and maybe even beat cancer. At nearly 500 pages, this comprehensive guide is your complete reference for practical, evidence-based strategies that can optimize the life quality and longevity of your dog. It's written by two of the most respected names in dog cancer, full-spectrum veterinarian Damian Dressler and veterinary oncologist Susan Ettinger. What I love most about this book, which I've used with my own dog Kanga when she was diagnosed with cancer, is how to analyze the options and develop a specific plan for your own dog based on your dog's type of cancer and your dog's age, your financial budget, as well as your personality. You can get the Dog Cancer Survival Guide wherever books are sold, but if you get it direct from the publisher, You will save 10% when you use the offer code, especially for listeners of this podcast. Just go to dogcancerbook.com and when you check out, use the promo code podcast and you will save 10%. The website again, dogcancerbook.com and use the promo code podcast to save 10%. It's our gift. For a limited time, you can get a full year's subscription for free. No strings attached. Just go to this website to sign up for the newsletter now, dogcancernews.com. It takes less than 10 seconds to subscribe, and it is totally free. Do it now at dogcancernews.com.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
2: I noticed that Gloria's dog is, um, six, which sounds really young to me. Do you have any advice for her in terms of like things to look out for or ways to manage TCC? Maybe that's on the softer side, the non-medication side. Any, any general advice about TCC specifically that you give your own
0: clients? Um, sure. So six does sound young. It's not. The youngest I've ever heard of, uh-huh, and certain breeds, I feel like I tend to see it more often, and I think studies have shown that. so if you have a breed of dog that's prone to those, and I don't know what Gloria's dog is, I think she said a mixed breed, yeah, right, so, right. so right. what's the mix? I don't know, right, but if you happen to have a mix of with some of those breeds, maybe there's an increased risk, so to know that would be good. In vet school, they literally teach us when you hear a breed of dog or cat, what problems will jump to mind first. Uh-huh. And so this is a totally off topic, as my daughter called it, but someone asked me what kind of dog to get. I have the hardest time saying because every single breed has a list that comes <laughs> out of my brain unbidden of these are all the problems I have. So uh huh. So what problems do you want to deal with? Yeah, yeah. Which, what's your pick your poison, I guess, which usually leads me to say get a mixed breed and then Mm -hmm. here you go. Here's your cancer anyway. Right. So, right. right. That's the thing about cancer. It does what it wants, but so I'd say no, no, what breed of dog you have and what it might be prone to. If you happen to have a dog that's a little more prone to TCC, I don't think I would necessarily lose a lot of sleep over looking for bladder tumors. But I'd pay attention if we're starting to pee in the house or there's blood in the urine or straining or strange urea is what we call it, which is a super fun word that means strange urine. <laughs> it's one of the few medical words that actually makes sense. But yes, yeah, you could write that in a record. I like record words that actually make sense. So strange urea is going to be accidents, bloody urine, straining to pee, Multiple little tiny pea spots instead of one. So watch for weird, weird urinary habits and you know, stay as healthy as you can in general. A healthy diet, exercise, stay a good weight. Same kind of recommendations we make for pretty much everything. Okay.
2: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Barrow. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today to answer Gloria's question. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> And thank you, friend, for listening. So it sounds like Gloria is on the right track with her dog. And we certainly wish both of them the very best. We all know how difficult a time this is. Check out the show notes for all of the resources we mentioned during the show, or head straight to dogcancer.com and browse the articles and videos, including the article on TCC, if that's a cancer you're dealing with as well. If you're looking to connect with our community, go to facebook.com and search for Dog Cancer Support. That's our support group on Facebook. You can also go directly to dogcancersupport.com. I'm Molly Jacobson. And from all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, I'm wishing you and your dog
1: a very warm aloha. Thank you for listening to Dog Cancer Answers. If you'd like to connect, please visit our website at dogcancer.com or call our listener line at 808-868-3200.